Radio Elk Grove. The Elk Grove Unified School District has changed their tone with union negotiations and maybe their direction. Is this a new day for school labor? Welcome. This is the daily edition of Radio Elk Grove, Elk Grove's only internet radio magazine featuring news and public affairs. I'm your host, Denny Gomez. Let's look into it together. This is a new daily version of Radio Elk Grove. For the month of May, we're trying a new format to make it easier for you to hear the stories you care about most. We welcome your comments on our website. Now let's go to today's story. The relentless tension between the Elk Grove Unified School District and labor unions may have finally broken in developments last week. Signs in the recent Board of Directors meeting showed what may be a new tone and a new approach in the relationships that affect our children. In our last report on this issue, Radio Elk Grove noted aggressive and allegedly inappropriate actions on the part of the school district negotiators when, on April 11th, the district filed a petition of impasse against the AFS-CME, or AFSCME, after only six hours of negotiation. The AFS-CME represents our librarians, food service, custodians, and many others in the school district. This was seen by union representatives as a power play to force conditions on them. Nancy Clifford, AFSCME business agent. We know that outside organizations have been training school districts in how to push unions and associations to impasse so that they can unilaterally impose terms and conditions on them. We suspect that your negotiation team has learned those lessons and are doing this now, first with AFSCME, then with CSEA and ATU. Is this what you stand for now? The first positive sign came a week later, on April 18th, when the district withdrew their petition of impasse, signaling a return to normal negotiations. However, it's unclear why that happened. Claims by Nancy Clifford had been that the district had acted inappropriately and had no grounds for the petition. So, taken alone, the withdrawal of the petition could be read a number of ways. The real change in tone came at the April 24th meeting last week. As the regular part of the agenda on bargaining units, Clifford stated the union's position on negotiations at that point, saying that district negotiators had withheld information and delayed negotiations. President Madison, you asked us, did we understand that, you, that we were on a deadline? I think we told you then that your negotiators had never told us about a deadline, nor have they as of this particular evening. Because what we have here is a wrecked relationship. Because your negotiators decided not to demand that we meet again until 4 May. What kind of deadline is it when one side wastes nearly a month just to prove a point? In response, instead of the board's usual stoic silence or seemingly blithe comments, Board of Directors President Chet Madison called on district negotiators to answer to the union's comments. You know, I think we, we want to kind of address that a little bit. I asked that Mr. DeGraw, can you come forward a little bit and maybe comment on that? Glenn DeGraw is the Associate Superintendent for Human Resources with the district. We see the facts differently, and I don't know that it makes any sense to go over the facts out loud here in public, but uh, we have offered dates to the association. Um, we did declare impasse, and uh, we have now offered dates, and as of today, we have five dates set for May, and we look forward to negotiating with the association. 
Okay, thank you, Mr. Graw. Though DeGraw's comments don't seem very satisfying, the fact that district negotiators were called forth to answer for their position and take a stand is definitely a positive move towards opening the process of constructive scrutiny. Last edition, we asked if the conflicts with labor to that point were due to a staff working with insufficient direction or a plan of the school board. This small move may be the answer to that question. It may be that the Board of Directors is now taking action to rein in the staff negotiators who have taken too many liberties with the power they've been given. Now, it may seem late in the season to celebrate a change in the relationship between the district and organized employees. The larger, more influential contracts have already been signed and ratified. Yet just two months ago, the streets were filled with angry, frustrated, chanting protesters. But there seemed more good news that may have a long-range impact. In another positive move, President Madison called for action towards the goal of re-establishing the values of the school district as regards interest-based bargaining. Well, actually, the only thing I wanted to say, uh, there's been a lot of comments about interest-based uh, bargaining and um, the district has previously participated in interest-based bargaining retreats. And I've talked to Dr. Ladd about it a little bit, and, and I would like to see us entertain that idea of having an interest-based bargaining retreat. I know we're all extremely busy. Uh, we have a lot on our plate. But as we move forward uh, with the current um, situation with the state of California and the country, um, I just don't see that public schools are going to be funded adequately like it should be. So we need, all need to understand that, and uh, I think the retreat could serve us well in the coming future here a little bit if we can pencil that in, Dr. Ladd, down the road somewhere, okay? These are small steps, but they are in the right direction. No amount of attitude adjustment is going to make it rain the type of funding our district needs to support all our ambitions for K-12 through education. But in this, the 100-year anniversary of the loss of the Titanic, we can remember that however we go down, we can do it with order, mutual respect, and regard for one another. And most importantly, save the children first. You're listening to Radio Elk Grove. You've been listening to Radio Elk Grove. Radio Elk Grove is written and produced by Denny Gomez, who is solely responsible for its content. Music is written and created by Jason Elmore. Thanks for listening.